Oh, come on. And this brother did such an excellent job last week. I put him to work, putting stuff on the board and pictures and songs and all kinds of stuff. And the brother excelled in excellence last week. So I just want to tell you, I appreciate you, man. Okay. So let's stand to our feet, and then we'll be sitting down after that, okay? To just read our, our theme scripture tonight. I know we usually don't do this on Wednesday, but <laughs> it's an unusual night. <laughs> Amen. Let's go. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith, our faith, our faith. Just tell your neighbor or the empty chair next to you, say, it's your faith. faith. (laughs) Amen. It's your faith. And in faith, people are going to be filling up all these chairs. Before you sit down, let's pray. Before you sit down, let's pray. Father, we praise your name tonight. We thank you for this wonderful gathering of the saints, Lord God. I thank you that it's already empowered and it's powerful, Lord God, and that we do have victory because of our faith in you and because of what you accomplished on the cross of Calvary, Lord God. And so we just give our all and all over to you, Lord God. I thank you for causing me to decrease, Lord God, and get out of the way, Father, that you would anoint the ears of the hearers to hear the word, Lord God, what you have to say unto each and every person individually, specifically in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you that mm, we're here to encourage, Lord God, and to build up the body of Christ, the believers, Lord God, so that they can go outside of these walls and be the church 24-7. And so we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord because he's truly present right now. Come on. Give the Lord a hand. Praise. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. How, how, how far away is it from your house, man? Three minutes. Three minutes, come on. <laughs> come on. Hey, man, come on, come on. Man, we, we, we might mention it later t- tonight, but we may not. But it says that, <laughs> and it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. He gave you the thing that you you didn't even apply for. Sit down, brother. We got to go. Y'all, man. Hey, man. God is good. And did that, and I I demonstrated my intelligence here and all of my knowledge here. Nah, nah. God set that up. God ordained that. God appointed you there. Amen. He opened the door that nobody can close. Come on. <laughs> he opened the door that wasn't even there. Come on. That's how our God is. Amen. 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 Okay. Praise God. Praise God. John chapter 4. John chapter 4. We're in the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Chapter 4. And when you got there, not when you got there, <laughs> I grew up on the north side in Southern California, and that's how we said when I got there. Okay, when you get there, <laughs> give me a whoop, or I got it, or amen, or I found it. 
guys know it's okay to have a good time in church? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hey, so here we are. We're going to start in verse uh, 28. Okay? John chapter 4, verse 28 through 30. John chapter 4, verse 28. I found it. I got there finally. Amen. I hear some amen. I can't hear electronic devices, but if I hear pages, we'll, we'll wait for you. John chapter 4, verses 28, starting in verse 28. I might have to get the sweet spot right here. I'm reading. Okay, so let me tell you, first of all, I'll kind of set this up. This is uh, where Jesus had to go through Samaria, and he met uh, the, the woman at the well, at, at, at Jacob's well. And so he had an encounter with her. They're talking about the water, and he doesn't have a, anything to draw the water with because he had asked her for a drink, and what are you asking me for? I'm a Samaritan. We had no dealings, and it got about, what are we going to do? You say to worship in this mountain, and we don't do that. He says, we're not going to mount at that worship. I mean, we're not going to worship at that mountain. Or it's going to come to pass that you need to worship in Jerusalem or in this mountain. But uh, um, the true worshipers will worship him in spirit and in truth. So you don't have to go to a building to worship. We talked about it already, that you're the church. He's inside of you. And so you worship everywhere you go. And we should be worship everywhere we go. And so then after he, they have this dialogue, um, we pick it up in verse 20. I'm actually picked it up, pick it up in verse 27. Sorry. And at this point, his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, what do you seek? Or why are you talking to her? The woman left her water pot, went her way into the city and said to the men, come see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Jump to, oh, verse 30. Then they went out of the city and they came to him. All of the men. She went out, told them, and then they came to the city to him. Pick it up in verse 39 now, please. And many of the Samaritans of the city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. And many more believed on his own word. And they said to the woman, now we believe, not because of what you said, for we ourselves have heard him. And we know that this indeed, that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. They heard it for themselves. They heard the word themselves, and then they believed. So as we're keeping in, 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 in line with the, the faith thing, the message tonight is entitled Faith. You have to get it for yourself. Faith. You have to get it for yourself. And so <laughs> you cannot, well, let's just, Let's do this. And there's short verses, and we're going to look at uh, seven, seven confirmations of faith. 
and they're short verses, so we're not going to be here all night. Uh, I, I promise you that. Well, I don't want to promise you that. The Holy Spirit might just have us all slain and we won't get up. <laughs> so I don't want, I, I just retract that statement. Okay, so we're going to be going and uh, you know what, I don't have these, I, I don't anyway, um, earmarked. But we're going to look at seven confessions of faith in Christ, okay? And so we're going to start out with uh, Peter's confession in Matthew chapter 16, 13 through 19. And so maybe I can break this up and then I can get some readers and then that will help expedite the time. Okay, so who wants to read Matthew 16, 13 through 19? I have a reader in the back for that. Not yet, okay? And, and so we're just family, having a family fireside chat tonight, okay? And so I'm not going to reference it again, Brother Johnny, until we're ready for you, okay? Who's gonna, who wants to read John chapter 6, verses 67 through 69? Okay, uh, Elizabeth, okay? And then someone read John chapter 1, verse 49. This is a single verse, okay, Brother Savas, got you. And then somebody's going to read... John chapter 11, verses 21 through 27. Okay, got you right there. And then um, John chapter 20, verses 27 through 29 and 31. And I'll remind you of that. Whoever, John chapter, I'm sorry. John chapter 11, verses 21 through 27. And I need someone for John chapter 20, verses 27, um, 27 through 29 and 31. Okay, right here, got you. And I need someone for Acts chapter 8, verses 36 through 38. Acts chapter 8. Okay, maybe later we'll, we'll flip back around to that and someone else will pick it up. Chapter 8, verses 36 through 38. Okay? All right. Brother Johnny. Um. Matthew 16, 13 through 19. Okay, hold on. We're going to get it on the board, too. Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 19. Okay, go ahead. That's a very critical question right there. Who do you say that I am? Go ahead. Okay, so it's very important what you believe in whom you believe. And so a lot of people are saying a lot of things, but he wants to know of us tonight. Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? 
And he is the Christ, the son of the living God. And so it came to us by revelation. The Holy Spirit was pulling in us, even when we weren't trying to, trying to do right and not trying to be right and trying not to go to church and trying not to do anything but be self-pleasing and all about self, uh, 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 self-satisfaction and, and selfish, selfish, selfishness. But yet we have to be careful and know who we say that he is. We have to know who he is, regardless as to what other people are saying. Forget all that, you know, um, well, there's many ways to God, you know, and so if you're just a good person and mm-mm, stop it, Oprah. There's one way. Jesus is the way. Amen. So you have to be careful what you say in, 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 in proclaiming who he is over your life. And we started out with, 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 with Peter because he's outspoken. Peter always was the one quick to, quick to react, pull out a knife, and cut off somebody's ear or something, you know? Okay, come on. Who has John chapter 6? 67 through 69. Okay, go ahead. Nice and, and loud for me, sister. Come on. They have come to believe and to know with confidence and with certainty. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Come on. Amen. Amen. So this happened after there was a lot of discussion about the bread of life and uh, you have to eat of my bread and drink of my blood. And, and a lot of people went away from that time on. And then he asked his boys, the disciples, will you also go away? And they said, no. <laughs> we have come to believe and to know and believe and to know that we have faith mm, that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Amen. What a testimony. Let that be what we proclaim also. Okay, how about uh, John chapter 1, just one verse, verse 49. This is about Nathaniel. Go ahead. Amen. The proclamation of faith again, as far as who Jesus is. Rabbi. You are the son of God. Mm. You are the king of Israel. That's the testimony that we have. That's the faith that we have, that he's the son of God. Okay, who has John chapter 20, verses 27 through 29? And this is supposedly doubting Thomas, right? John chapter 20, come on, verses 27 through 29. Who, who has John chapter 20? Okay. 27 through 29. Mm, go to verse 31. Okay, now 31, sorry.
tomb. So if we believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that we, that we are believing, don't be unbelieving, but be believing, mm, then we can have eternal life in his name. So just another proclamation, a declaration of somebody saying what their faith is and who their faith is in, in Jesus. And that was Doubting Thomas. Put your hand here. Touch my side. And then blessed are we because not having seen, we believe. Amen. What a blessing. He blessed us from the very beginning, even before we were a sparkle in our dad's eye. He spoke a blessing over us. Hmm. Wow. Do you know you're blessed? Amen. You truly are. Let's go to Acts chapter 8, verses 36 through 38. This is going to be the, the Ethiopian eunuch. He's going to give a testimony. Okay, just another testimony as to who Jesus is, the Son of God. And that's the faith that we have today in this year, in this day, that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. And so Philip had ran and caught up with that chariot. And the, and the, and the, and the, the, the ruler was reading, and he didn't know his reading from the book of Isaiah. He's like, who, who's, who's he talking about, himself or some other person? And, and so Philip stopped and gave him the scripture. And then he said, I believe with all my heart. What's to stop me from being baptized? If you have faith and believe, we should be baptized. And so the two of them went down into the water. So that means they went down into a water. So that's why we don't sprinkle. A little extra something here today. You go down into the water, baptizo, baptizo, B-A-P-T-I-Z-O. Ah. But we don't just sprinkle. Be baptized means to dip and to go under. And they went down into the water. He was baptized. And then some miraculous stuff happened after that, but that's another message for another day. Okay, let's go to, uh, amen. That hit all of those. Thank you guys very much for your participation. Did I forget anyone? Okay, amen. So in our text today, we were in John chapter 4, verses 28 through 29. Back to John chapter 4, verses 28 and 29. back with the Samaritan woman at the well. And, and the woman, she left her water pot, she went away into the city, and said to the men, come and see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? And then the guys came, and, 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 um, and they believed, not because, in verses 41 through 42, not because of what she said, but because they got it for themselves, and they believed. Not only because you said, but now we heard the word ourselves, and so we believe. And then they asked him to stay for a couple of days. When you get Jesus in your heart, you want him to stay a while. You want him to stick around for a while so that he can continue to, to teach you and to grow you and to have revelation 
So there you can be like Peter and say, yes, you are the Christ, the son of the living God, that you get revelation from him. And that our faith would be increased in him. Faith, you have to get it for yourself. I don't care if you're your great-grandfather and your great-grandmother and your grandpa and your mom, if they had it, and you can't just say that, well, they had faith, I was born a Christian, I'm a Christian. No. You have to get it for yourself. Amen. Because Jesus had a discussion about that kind of uh, the, the, the ancestry card with some of the, 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 the religious folks back in John chapter 8. And they're talking about, oh, we're of Abraham's seed. We've never been enslaved, or we've never been this and that, going back and forth. So you can't play the ancestry card and say, well, you know what, my great-grandfather, he was this in the church, and he was a pastor, and, and, and my auntie, uh, she, her, her and her husband, they were um, missionaries over in Africa or China or whatever, and so I'm okay too. No, you have to get it for yourself. You have to get it for yourself. You have to have that one-on-one -on -one relationship yourself that you can proclaim yourself that, yes, Jesus, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You are my Savior, personally. That doesn't count. The bloodline only counts if you're in the blood of Christ. That's the bloodline that's going to allow you to have your name inscribed and written in heaven in the Lamb's book of life. You have to believe in Jesus, the one who was born of a virgin, the one who lived a sinless life, the one who was whipped and beaten until flesh came off of his body and his bones were showing up. He was sped upon and, and he was mocked and he bled. He gave his life for us on the hill of Golgotha. Calvary, the cross, the Jesus Christ who was buried for three days and then God the Father raised him up from the dead. Amen. That's the one whom, in whom we have to have faith. Your faith should be increased in trusting in him, not on man. And there is no other way. I don't care what anybody, any uh, celebrity, anybody with a great platform and a, a huge following, I don't care what they say. There's only one way, and that's through Jesus Christ, John 14, 6. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody goes to the Father except through him, except by him. Amen, amen. He's the one who's a way maker. I want to look at another portion of scripture in the book of Acts, chapter 19. We're in John, one book to the right. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. And so I'm going I'm, I'm to read through it, and then we'll just talk about it. Okay? Acts chapter 19, verse 11. Let me know when you're there. You're just one book away. Acts 19.11. Now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick. 
and the diseases left them, and evil spirits went out of them. Then some itinerant Jewish exorcists, some might say vagabond Jews, if I think that's King James, vagabond Jews, um, took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, we exercise you by the Jesus who Paul preaches. Is there anything wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with that statement? They're saying, these are the exorcists, they're saying, we exercise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. That's exactly right. My mother knew you. My grandfather knew you. And he was a pastor. And so I'm, I'm, I'm exercising you in that name, in his name. <clears throat> Something's missing. Let's, let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. Something's missing. <laughs> For 14. Also, there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know. And Paul, I know, but who are you? Come on, look out. <laughs> you can't just <laughs> proclaim in the name that somebody else, and you have to know Jesus for yourself. Because he said, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, but who are you? It's like the demons had their own little manual and like little guidelines, a booklet of instructions. Hmm, this is a list of people that we have to obey and that we know. Hmm, Jesus, mm -hmm. Paul, what did you say your name was again? Not on the list. <laughs> You're not on the list. <laughs> You're not on the list. Oh, my goodness. But who are you? Hmm, isn't it something <laughs> that... The demons knew who Paul was. They knew who Jesus was. Do the demons know who we are? Do they know who we are? Are we in the book that they're flipping through and saying, oh, man, that's so-and-so. You know what I'm saying? Got a reputation. Come on. Not because you got a nice car, a nice house, and a great job, and a, a beautiful wife, and a handsome husband, and all that. You got a reputation. Oh, yeah, Jesus we know, and Paul I know. Okay, back to our text. But who are you? Verse 16. Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them. <laughs> he wasn't afraid. You are on the list? It's on. <laughs> and he leaped on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. My, 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 my. Mm. So look, faith, you have to have it for yourself, not on somebody else. You have to know that you know that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, your personal Lord and Savior. You have to have the faith in him yourself. You have to personally know that he is the Christ, the son of the living God. Because there's, there's no other way. I remember coming up, uh, watching a, a, a Dracula movie, don't stone me. Uh, coming up as a kid, and, and, and you know how Dracula was always afraid of the cross? People pull out the cross, and he'd be like, ah! <laughs> well, I don't know if this was Dracula 1970 or not, Dracula 1980, and somebody pulled out the cross, 
And Dracula looked at it. And Dracula like stared, and the cross caught fire. And Dracula said, you have to believe. I was like, hoo, 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 a spiritual lesson. You can hold the ornament, but if you don't believe in, in who it represents, you might as well hold up a box of tissues and, you know, Dracula, get back. Useless. It's not in the object. It's in the person, and it's in the personal relationship that you have with Christ. Amen. And so this is, this is reality. This isn't Dracula. This is demon-possessed people or person that you have to have the personal relationship with Christ. That faith, you have to have it for yourself. And because people had seen what had happened, and the word of that spread like wildfire, and all the folks started confessing, bringing in all their evil books and confessing their works and made a big old bonfire, build 50,000... Uh, uh, worth 50,000 pieces of silver. And then the, the word spread after that. So look, your faith has to be built up in Christ. You have to know in whom you believe. And so that, yeah, 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 the, the devil is afraid of you and, and, and knows who you are. And there might be encounters that you have. You might be walking somewhere and somebody's walking on the sidewalk and they decide, oh, I'm going to go across the street. And it's not because you're looking all rough and tough or whatever. It's a spiritual thing that, they, oh, she's in the book. Oh, she's in the book. <laughs> I'm across the street. And I don't want us to be afraid of, of spiritual combat or, or warfare. And so these guys who didn't have a relationship, they got beat down. I mean, <laughs> my mom used to whoop me pretty good, but nobody ever beat the clothes off of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I lost a fight, nobody ever beat the clothes off of me. <laughs> Seven of us, right? Come on. <laughs> but anyway, I want you to go to Luke chapter 10, okay? Luke chapter 10. We're just a couple of books to the left of where we were. Luke chapter 10. Because I don't want you to be, I want you to leave encouraged, right? Not discouraged and fearful like, well, what if I try to, then, you know what? You have power over all the weapons of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. But I'm giving you this portion of scripture as an example of someone who does have relationship with Christ, okay? Luke chapter 10, verse 17. Okay, it says, then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Because they had relationship with Jesus, okay? And they're subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Amen. That's the truth. That's the truth. Jesus himself, himself speaking, red letters. Jesus saying it. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. So that's no big deal, casting out demons. Get out in Jesus' name. That's no big deal. That's automatic. That comes with the territory when we have faith in Christ. 
He told us to do the same things that he did and even more so because he goes to be with the Father. So we need to start walking in that kingdom authority. Somebody had a shirt, maybe it was one of you. Kingdom up, right? Instead of man up, kingdom up. Realize that there's a king in you, that you have authority over all the weapons of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. Make sure that he knows that your name is on the list by increasing your relationship with Christ. And do whatever is necessary to make sure that it grows and make sure that that happens. And sometimes you have to fast because sometimes you might encounter something that Jesus told them. This type only goes out but by prayer and fasting. So we have to have a disciplined life so that our faith in Christ can be increased. I want you to be encouraged tonight to know that you have power and authority in Jesus' name. Not in the name of Jesus that Pastor Felix preaches or that Pastor Harold preaches. You have the faith in the name of Jesus for yourself. Get it for yourself. Two other places. And we're out. Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 33 through 35a. We're we're skipping a lot, but that's all we, we're getting what we need. I guarantee it. We're getting what we need. Okay. Now, this is the great uh, hall of faith chapter, right? Hebrews chapter 11. It says, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens, and cast out demons. That's just in there. Come on. And women received their dead, raised to life again. Amen. Amen. And look, okay, so what? Even others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. A better resurrection. They did all these things because of faith. Faith, faith, faith. Increase our faith, Lord. Mm. The last place I want to take you, Mark chapter 16, verses 16 and 17. Mark 16, 16 and 17. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. Who in here believes, has been baptized? Amen. So you are saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17. And these signs will follow those who believe. That's us. That's us. This is Jesus speaking. And if our lives don't line up with the word, we don't say, well, that doesn't happen anymore. They needed that in the New Testament because the church was just growing. And so that doesn't happen anymore, Brother Harold. Um, That's just part of the history book. No! These signs will follow those who believe. In my name, not in the name that Paul preaches, because I know him for myself, okay? We know him for ourselves. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. Give me 18. They will take up serpents. Now, don't get silly, okay? This isn't that program you saw on television where they had, do they put you down in a snake pit? And if you don't get bit by the rattlers, then you're saved. No. Ridiculous. Don't do that. 
Don't do that. Okay? <laughs> they will t- but, but there is an account where Paul was, had some wood and he's put in the fire and a snake came out and latched hold of him. And all the, all the natives were like, ooh, you're about to fall out and die. And they waited. He didn't die. He shook it off. Sometimes the devil's going to send some things your way. Just shake it off. That's a whole other message, too. Anyway, and if they drink anything deadly, don't get silly. Come on. Don't go to the cabinet, get the rat poison or strychnine or whatever it is, and, well, if I'm a child of God, I'm going to drink this, and nothing's going to happen to me. Woohoo! No, no. If somebody sneaks you something, you go. It could be here or, or missionaries, they go somewhere, and the witch doctor happens to, like, make a special brew for you. Think he's going to take you out? No. If they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Church, I want you to be encouraged and to have faith that all these things are operating inside of you. We need to be shaken and stirred and awakened to know that all of these gifts and all of these signs are in us right now. I don't want to live an entire lifetime and say that I never experienced God touching somebody and healing them, that I never experienced laying hands on the sick and they got recovered. I don't want to live a life like that. Thank God that I haven't. But I want to see even more things in his name. And not because I can say I'm this and that, or for you to say I'm this and that, and now I'm going to have a healing ministry, and I'm going to have my name on the side of a bus, and I'm coming to town. No. Because we're going to have some family members and some co-workers and some friends that are sick, and they need to have their hands. They need us to lay hands on them, and that they get healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. He said we would do it. He said we would do it. So again, We want our lives to line up with the book. Just like the demons had a book, said not on the list. Nope. We have a book that says we can do these things. So let's increase our faith and know that we can do these things in Jesus' name. Verse 20. Look at that. I'm closing the Bible. Verse 20. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. So they went out and did what he said they would do. It's time for us, the church, to be about it. I'm speaking to your spirit right now to be arise, to, be, uh, to rise up and to be awakened and to be stirred into action and into faith, knowing that you can do these things in Jesus' name. Sometimes you have to kick the doubters out of the room. Okay? But you have the faith and you have the power in you because it's Christ who works in you that you can do these things. You're more than able. You're more than able. You're more than able to do it. Oh, but I don't have the faith. A little bit of seed faith can move a mountain. You don't need to have mountain-sized faith to move a mountain. You just need mustard seed faith to move a mountain. It's not a commensurate, is that the word? Okay? Big, big faith to move a big, big mountain. No, if you're of little faith, you can speak to the mountain. Come on. You can speak to the sycamine tree or the sycamore tree or the mulberry tree, whatever translation you have. 
tell it to be cast into the sea, and it will. Just a little faith. Lord, increase our faith. So that when we have people come to church, and they're hurting, they're sick, we don't even have to wait for altar call. We can be sitting next to somebody and say, hey, I, I see you, or, or uh, I, I feel you're not feeling you know, all healthy and strong, or I saw you walk in this way, or, or whatever. I see you holding your side. Let me just pray with you. You don't need to broadcast it. They will. They'll have the testimony as to what God did. I'm telling you, increase your faith. God is waiting for the church to step up and be the church. Come on. In your family, in your job, in your day-to-day. He cares about headaches. He cares about other ailments. And he sent you to go out amongst them and to be his ambassador, operating in full rights, privileges, and authority. Both authority. Power, authority, and authority in his name. Okay? Because, again, just real quick and I'm going to let it go. If I come to your door, open up in the name of Harold. It's 3 a.m. Open up in the name of Harold. You might come to the door. (laughs) It won't be pleasant for me. (laughs) It might be my last day on the planet. (laughs) Even though you're saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. (laughs) Because you're going to be protecting your home. But if I come at 3 a.m., open up in the name of the police. Oh, man, the police. Open up. They have the authority to do that. Okay? And so you got to open up the door. And so we come in the name of Jesus. Be healed. It has to happen because we're on the list. You're on the list. Amen. Let's circle up and let's pray. And, 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 and praise God. Praise God. Um,